with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumbie and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumbie with Think Bold, Be Bold, here with my awesome co-host, of course, Alan Witch. Alan's in the house. I'm in the house. Hey, how's it going, Christopher? How's I'm doing really well. Doing really well. Uh, how are things up in Portland? I know you were just away uh, in the foothills of the mountains, uh, just a little north of you. How'd that go over the weekend? Oh, it was great. Uh, you know, went off to uh, see the folks and uh, getting up there in years. So we want to make sure we spend as much time with them as possible. And, uh, you know, it's nice to just go and, and help out and be with, uh, you know, be with mom and dad. They live a, a piece away and it's nice. Uh, Drives great, and uh, the uh, the atmosphere is wonderful. Very laid back. You know, it's funny. Uh, I go to the store there. They're, they live in uh, Enterprise, Oregon, which is real close to Joseph, Oregon. And Joseph uh, has a uh, a big following. A lot of uh, a, a lot of older actors, well known actors, have ranches and so forth in Joseph. And uh, right. so they've all kind of you know they're they're all pretty much gone now. But they're they're uh, history remains and it's funny I can go to the store and I can get out and I can leave my car running and I can go in and, and <laughs> grab four or five things come out and my car's still there wow. and you know it's really bizarre Every, nobody locks their doors everybody leaves their car keys on the uh, on the dash it's just a really unique environment and uh, you know I'm the only guy that when I get out of my car I lock on here beep beep you know and all the heads <laughs> turn because they go what is that because nobody does that there so right. it's a little bit of a of a laid back environment, but uh, I sure like it, and uh, it was nice to see the folks. So thanks, thanks for asking. You had a uh, some fun at the beach yesterday too, if I understand. Well, you know, uh, thank yeah, I certainly did. And you know, one thing with me, I have fun at the beach every single day because I get the good pleasure of sitting, uh, you know, right about two minutes uh, with feet in the sand um, from where my house is uh, on the Gulf of Mexico. So. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and um, the last few days uh, the weather has just been spectacular here. So, I you know, but we have to get to work at some point, and certainly uh, today uh, having this guest on. And you know, one thing, Alan, I just got to mention: imagine having a university of young entrepreneurs when you know you were young or I was younger, and I say that with tongue in cheek because you're a little older than me. But <laughs> Uh, you know, can you imagine having someone that can lead you and, you know, uh, has a lot of, um, you know, really good opportunities for people to understand the world of, an entre you know, being an entrepreneur? I, I tell you, I had to landscape that stuff and uh, it just looks like about the same age um, when, you know, I became uh, my own entrepreneur and my 
own world and doing all the same things uh, that our guest has today uh, going on in his life. Of course, he's larger than life. He's got a lot of great opportunities happening and, and he's making them happen. And, you know, the universe, and we talked about this just a little earlier, is uh, bestowing on him some, you know, some of these things because, you know, it gives the, you know, people, places, events and circumstances based on the efforts that he's putting out there to help the other uh, people that he does. And he's got a great podcast uh, show himself. But I'm going to leave the great pleasure to you, obviously, to introduce our guest because uh, I'm really excited to jump in. He's got a lot to share. And, uh, of course, we like to keep this uh, show, uh, you know, really on track and, and, and tight for everybody. So, like I always said, audience, get your journals out. The golden nuggets that are going to pour out of this young men uh, today are going to be incredible. Make sure you write them all down and uh, take some action, most importantly. So let's do it, Alan. Let's get her on. Fantastic. You know, uh, Chris, I think what you, what you said is not only appropriate, but uh, it's timely. And, uh, you know, as you and I are, are bringing on guests, we're really looking towards the young entrepreneur. And the young entrepreneur is the uh, one that's really uh, not afraid to get in and get their feet dirty and get their feet wet and, and uh, you know, make a splash and actually create and make things happen and bring them to fruition and then uh, see the, the, you know, the successes of their endeavors. And our guest today is, uh, is by uh, no means a, an exception to that rule. He's an inventor. He's only 22 years old. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's an author. He's got a, like you said, he's got a, a, a podcast. Uh, he's been in, he's an inventor. He's been in a, a number of publications. He's on a, a speaking tour right now. He invented something called the Arctic Stick. And we're going to ask a little bit more about that. But, uh, you know, being young and so forth, he didn't always have all the uh, contacts and didn't always have all of the funds and the resources. So he really has become an entrepreneur and an expert in crowdfunding. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about that and kind of his journey today and what that really means and how that's developed and brought him into the, you know, the shows and the grasps of uh, TV shows and the appearances across the country. So without further ado... Uh, Brandon T. Adams, welcome, the inventor. Welcome to Think Bold, Be Bold. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I got to say, by the way, thank you, Alan. You just made me feel really good for the day because I'm 26 years old. Oh, if I, if, if I could go back in time and be 22, <laughs> I would make a few different changes. And that kind of leads into why I started doing what I do, the University of Young Entrepreneurs, Young Entrepreneur Convention, the speaking podcasting, TV, everything I do, I'm speaking to my younger self. When I was 21, 22 years old, I had a lot of ideas. I had this, I mean, my mind was always going. I knew I wanted to do something great. I'd read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It changed my life. Everybody should read it if you haven't. Mm -hmm. And it really comes down to whatever the mind conceives and believes the mind achieves. I knew if I set my mind to something, it didn't matter who I, where I was from, small town, Garneville, Iowa, where I came from, I could do anything in life, and I had that mindset move forward. So what I try to do is target the young entrepreneurs, my younger self, and I want to help them from making the mistakes I did so they can be so much more successful than me at a younger age. Love it. Love it. Brandon's in the house, everyone. And you know, wow, what, uh, thanks for sharing uh, some insight there. And yeah, if we can only talk to our, our younger self uh, more, I think everybody um, can, you know, learn a few things. It's one of those things that it's said, you know, life is lived forward, but understood backwards, right? Yeah. And uh, Brandon, uh, you, you know, you've got some uh, incredible things. And, you know, I have a 22-year-old boy, and I'm definitely going to, 
you know, connect him to you because he does have some great ideas as, as we all, you know, for the entrepreneur um, inside of ourselves, we do have some ideas and, and you know, it's, it's really the action that needs to happen and the discovery along the way that, you know, needs to happen for those things to bump into you along the way because I'm sure it wasn't easy, like you said, lack of funds but not lack of resourcefulness. That's really what I heard um, is because you just went out there and made it happen, uh, which is fantastic. Let me ask you a question. What is your best advice for young entrepreneurs looking to get started in their own endeavor? Uh, because I think that's the most appropriate way to, you know, open up this uh, this discussion today, Brandon. Yeah, my best advice is figure out first what you want to do in life. Most people, they don't know. And I mean, you'll try different things, get yourself uh, out there and try different things. But once you figure out, you know what you want to do. And like right now, I'm at a place. You said you'd watch my video on Facebook the other day. I mean, I, I just had stated I am the happiest I've ever been because I know exactly what I want to do in life. Figure out what you want to do in life and then find somebody who's already done it in their own way because, I mean, we're just repeating history. And there's somebody out there that have done something similar to what you want to achieve and learn from them. Follow in their footsteps or even ask them to mentor you, offer value to them, and in return they'll help you. And that's the best education and learning you can get and they can take you far. So my best advice is learn from others who already achieved what you want to achieve follow in their footsteps and do it in your own way. I love that. And and, and what great insight uh, for everybody listening in. You know, offer value to a mentor. You know, it, it's funny. We have mentor, uh, quite frankly, we were talking about it just a little bit earlier, um, you know, with Greg Haig and, you know, we, uh, we offered value and then all of a sudden, you know, something larger started to happen. So I, I completely get that. And, and you said something really, really cool, repeating history from someone else's, you know, footsteps. And, and, I, and I really love that because someone has gone before there. It might not be exactly, you know, to what you're looking for in some cases. Um, obviously, that's a great person to follow, as you know, Brandon. If someone has done what you really want, that's probably a good person to listen to. And in fact, I wrote that into my book, you know, be careful, first of all, who you listen to. But most importantly, listen to people that have been where you are and have what you want. And uh, I think that that is a great person to start with for all those listening in. Um, you know, make a note of that because that's exactly uh, where you should get started. So that's awesome advice. Alan, what else do you have for this young man who's got so much wisdom? Brendan's got it going on. Uh, Brendan, I like the fact that uh, you're on it. And what I mean by that is that you're confident in where you're headed and where you're going. Uh, and I know that probably uh, wasn't necessarily an easy uh, task in the beginning because entrepreneurs uh, by nature are constantly correcting their uh, course. And they're not squirreling, but they are looking at uh, if this isn't working, okay, what do I have to do uh, in order to shift, move, change, tweak, add, develop, let go of in order for me to get to the next spot. Pivot. So with that, you know, with that, yeah, pivot, there you go. You Chris's, Chris's favorite word, pivot. And I, and I guess that's, uh, you know, lead to the next question is, you know, what's, uh, what's been your, your biggest pivot? in regards to maybe your biggest setback or your biggest failure, if I dare use that word, because I don't think there's really a failure as an entrepreneur, there's pivot opportunities. And with that said, you know, what was that and what did you learn from it? Yeah, you know, failure is stepping stone towards our success. But quickly, before I answer that question, you said something about confidence. And, you know, I believe this is the number one thing I see people lack 
And I just spoke at an event in LA, Millennial Entrepreneur Network, and I saw a lot of people that lack confidence. Some people may mistake my confidence as ignorance, but really it's me uh, just telling my mind that I can do something. And I, I even saw 50 Cent, he, had, he was on a show, and he had stated this, it was a motivational video. He said, people don't realize I've been through a lot of stuff, and I may seem very ignorant and cocky, but it's me just being able to tell myself that I can do something and allowing me to get there. And that's one thing, people out there, you need to have confidence. I don't care where your background is, what is, if you can tell your mind to do something, it convinces you to do it and it attracts you to it. So I've always said when I'm saying when I'm going to do something, I say where I'm going to go. It attracts me there. When I tell people my life goal, I'm going to become the guy that impacts a billion lives by the time I'm 40, which is 14 years away. That scares me. But you know what? When things scare me, when I state them, that's good. That means I'm growing. You say where you're going to go and have confidence in your work because when you have confidence in your work and what you do, people will see that and they will want to work with you. If you lack that confidence, they're going to shy away. So for everyone out there, please do what it takes to get confidence. So leading into the question you asked me, my biggest failure, so it was back in 2014. I was actually at that point, I, I was progressing with Arctic Stick Mind Mention, but I wanted to start a product development company because I, I, I realized that I like to help people in life. That was something I've, and which I know now that is my true purpose to help people figure out what they love to do and make them do it. So I wanted to start a product development company to help people take their products to market. I was going to buy an existing company out. I, at the time, actually, I was all in. I had three quarters of a million dollars lined up in investment. I had a girlfriend at the time. I had her leave her job in Minnesota and come with me. I said, come work with me. We're going to make millions. We're going to start this company in Des Moines. We moved to Des Moines. I had my office picked out, my chair picked out. I had everything. I mean, literally everything picked out. I had my apartment. I was all in. Well, I got there. At the last minute, and this is one thing, your gut feeling, you need to listen to your gut feeling. My gut feeling told me it wasn't going to work. My gut feeling told me it was going to be the wrong decision. And something was telling me, the universe was telling me that I couldn't do it. I couldn't move forward with taking the money and doing the product development company because the timing wasn't going to be right. It wasn't going to be right for me. So the last minute, I turned down the money, completely dropped the idea. I was broke. I was the lowest point in my life. I had things. I was thinking, oh, my girlfriend thought I was a loser. I, I can't provide for us. I, I, I just don't know what I'm going to do. But let me tell you something. When you hit rock bottom, there's no more going down. It's only up from there. And you figure something out about yourself that most people don't know, and you learn things about yourself that is very powerful. You actually get superhuman powers when you hit rock bottom. And it's survival mode. I mean – it's like the, the homo sapiens or the cavemen when they were hungry and they couldn't find food. They usually went into overdrive to find food because they needed to survive. For us as humans, if we can't pay a rent or do anything else, like we get put in a certain mode, uh, a crazy mode, to do whatever it takes to figure it out. And that's what I did, and I made that pivot to do a crowdfunding campaign. I went back to what I knew, which was Arctic Stick. I decided, hey, I, I've seen Kickstarter before. I want to raise some money. Did a crowdfunding campaign within 30 days later. It wasn't a huge success. I mean, we raised 26 grand in 33 days, but I had national media attention. I got on USA Today. I pitched on Shark Tank Casting Call, which got me on TV. I, I met a lot of uh, potential investors, 
And that led me to doing crowdfunding because I saw that most people were failing with crowdfunding and I saw a problem like entrepreneurs do and I wanted to solve it and I set out to become the best in the industry, which now I'm actually getting to that point. Amazing. What an amazing um, you know, journey and thanks for that insight because you, um, I, I, I believe, really outlined particularly for the audience, never mind Alan and ourselves, and we can totally get it because, again, we've been in many situations that uh, ring similar. But for the audience, thinking and, you know, lacking that confidence to go after the things they really want, and, and you said something, you know, you knew inside, you know, that gut feeling. Um, but I love what you said about telling your mind what you want to do and then say where you want to go, and then it just attracts things. I love your goal, by the way. i got to throw that out there. One billion people affecting a billion people by 40. And that's that ripple effect. You know, Brandon, you already started that ripple. Obviously, you know, one of the things that Alan and I talk about and, and, and really follow is the rising billions. You know, the people that are going to be available online, looking for people like yourself that have gone through things that, quite frankly, some of the people around the world have never even been exposed to. None of them have ever bought anything online. None of them have had the connection that they're going to have with, you know, the Internet being available, you know, worldwide, you know, through the connections of Facebook, Qualcomm, you know, Virgin, you know, you name it, uh, what's going on from a big tech kind of, you know, perspective. And that's who they're going to bump into is you along that way. And that's where the billion is going to come from. And certainly, um, you know, we're going to do our part to uh, partake in, in getting your name out there because I, I love your story. I love what you just shared with us. And, you know, one of the things you, you went back to, um, is you went back to what you knew, and that brings us to the crowdfunding you know piece and and I love that success um, you know to your point uh, it wasn 't as you know maybe big as you thought, but I think you know just looking from the outside in, I think that 's fantastic, and I think a lot of people can look at that as being a huge success. Um, but everybody looks at things differently. What is your secret to having big success with crowdfunding? Because I think a lot of people would really love to understand that part that maybe sitting here right now saying, you know, how do I get out of, you know, this rock bottom spot I'm in? Yeah, you got five hours? <laughs> no. I, uh, you got 13 minutes, go. Yeah, it's funny. I was just, uh, our buddy Greg Roulette on his show for Ambitious.com, and I talked for four and a half, five hours straight on crowdfunding. Wow. Good for you. you. You can talk forever on that, but so I, I, I keep it simple. I can just briefly go through it. I, I have sure. my fun formula, which I wrote a whole book on. Um, keys to the crowd, unlocking the power of crowdfunding. The acronym FUND, F is for forethought, U for utilized marketing plan, N for narrative, and D for deliver value. F, forethought, it's preparing the campaign ahead of time. Most people, I mean, you think about a marathon. If you're going to run a marathon, are you going to just show up on day one and run that marathon? No, you're going to train ahead of time. And to prepare for that day one, well, crowdfunding, you need to prepare at least 45 to 60 days ahead of time by preparing the audience for your launch, building your campaign page, a video, building up your email list, doing targeted ads. So on day one, you have the huge hype out of the gates so you can have huge success. And you have to hit 30 to 40% of your total funding goal in the first 48 hours. And if you don't, your chances of success are very slim. Most people don't know that. When I tell them that, it blows their mind. And there's other techniques that you do to hit that goal because once you hit that out of the gates for your crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter and Egogo, 
It allows you to go organic with the algorithm. It allows you to be seen more. On Kickstarter, they have 29 million unique uh, eyeballs each month. Um, if you get put up in the search engine, obviously more people are going to see you, more people are going to buy from you. So it's preparing ahead of time. The You for Eli's marketing plan, I mean, it's promotion. If people don't know about you, how do they know to give you money? Um, it's beyond just doing a, a share on uh, Facebook or a tweet out. Uh, I mean, there's a lot more to it. You got to boost ads, do targeted ads, go on podcast shows like we're doing here. I mean, one of the big campaigns I did with John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, we had uh, him have, I think it was 20 podcast shows air the day one of his launch. Podcast shows, get ambassadors, which ambassadors are big influencers, uh, get celebrities in your industry. Um, so let's say you're going to crowdfund, you want to raise money for a fitness product, find uh, I mean, you talked about Brennan Bouchard before. Find somebody like Brennan Bouchard or somebody that has a big audience and would have interest in that industry and have them support your campaign by sending out to their email list or doing posts on Facebook. Brennan Bouchard was actually the ambassador for Ryan Grepper's campaign, The Coolest Cooler, which raised $13.2 million. That's out of Portland, Oregon, actually, Alan. Um, yep. Uh, the, the, some of my recent clients with the, the product, the convertible HDL, they actually, um, they know of Ryan Grepper. They had spoke with him, and I met Ryan Grepper's good friend and heard the whole story behind that. But Brennan Bruchard was roommates with Ryan Grepper in college. And <laughs> so Ryan Grepper had tapped into his old roommate and said, hey, can you help with this campaign? And that's how they got a lot of exposure. So you got to utilize your marketing plan. Leverage your contacts. Uh, the N aspect for narrative is telling a great story. I mean, this is beyond even crowdfunding. Telling great stories. As an entrepreneur, if you can tell a great story, the world is yours. I could tell you stories all day, every day. When I go and speak across the country, I tell stories. And then at the end of the story, I give actionable steps because people love stories. People listen to stories. If you tell a story, people are more likely to listen to you. So for a story in your video, tell a great story. And then on your campaign page that has your copy and your visuals, tell another story. Tell a story that emotionally grabs people and gets them involved where they want to give you money and be a part of your campaign. And then D for deliver value, the last component is why are people giving you money in the first place? Because they want something to return. And this is the biggest misconception. People think that they're just going to give you money. I've been a director of a nonprofit. I've done fundraising in multiple ways. And people don't just give you money. It's just the sadness of it. People don't just give you money. They want something in return. So if you're going to crowdfund a product, make sure the product's at a discounted rate. Give them exclusive offers. Um, one of the new campaigns uh, we're doing coming in July with Greg Rollette, we're crowdfunding a reality TV show called Ambitious Adventures. And what we're doing with that is we're allowing the crowd to be in our reality TV show. If they pledge enough money, they get a segment. So they get that experience. They feel like they're a part of it. Crowdfunding is a way to not only get money, but also get people to help you create your idea based off of what they want. And there's other, other benefits too. I mean, I could talk forever. Like I said before, I could talk for five hours or more on this. But crowdfunding attracts investors. It builds up the evaluation of your company. It builds up your email list. Somebody gives you even a dollar in your campaign. You build up, you get their email address. You get feedback from the market. You attract, if you're doing an invention, you attract uh, licensing deals. Um, I mean, there's been companies that have done crowdfunding campaigns that have raised $2.5 million on a Kickstarter campaign. 18 months later, get bought out for a billion dollars. So, like, crowdfunding is changing the world. 
the industry, how we take products to market. It's never been easier to take a market or a product to market faster or have it die easier because if you do it wrong, you could kill your idea right away or vice versa, you could have it have huge success. So, I mean, again, I could talk about crowdfunding all day. There's a lot of benefits to it. And uh, I, I love it because it aligns with my life goal of impacting a billion people by 40 because when I crowdfund with people, when I help them, I'm reaching a bigger audience and I'm helping them achieve their dreams, which it's a domino effect. You help one person, it reaches out to other people, and uh, that's why I got into doing Keys to the Crowd. I love it. I love it. And thanks for sharing that. Let's give a quick shout out to Greg Roulette. You know, he's an hey, awesome Greg. guy. Well he, uh, he had an awesome show with us as well, and uh, I love how fast he goes. I love your formula. I love breaking it down, and I love your point about you know stories and then providing actionable steps. And um, you know, again, you said you can probably talk for five hours, <laughs> folks. Check out Brandon. Go to his website, brandontadams.com. Uh, he has a lot of stuff there that you can get involved in and understand more. Uh, about what Brandon uh, you know can help you particularly with and uh, he's all over the uh, social media and obviously he's on tour right now so check out a you know a location that Brandon's going to be at and if you get to go see him it's um, you know going to be well worth your while especially if you have a dream and you know these are the types of people that you know we love interviewing and love being around because of you know the capacity to dream as huge as you know they can uh, in fact I was just talking to uh, someone the other day and I said you know dreams are free um, so why not just dream huge and then take yeah. the actions, you know, to go after them. So thanks for sharing that. Uh, you know, I, I love everything that you just said. And, um, you know, people uh, just talking about crowdfunding, you know, I did a small campaign uh, for my book. And it's funny, people want to be part of the community. Obviously, you have to give some great value back, as you said, some rewards, if you want to call them, something that you're going to give them more of what you know, you're asking from them, which is important. But at the same time, people really want to be part of something. And when it's a great idea, you know, it's going to take off. And, and most importantly, if you do it right, as you said, and you do the proper steps, it's going to be massive for you. So pay attention, folks. This is the way to go out there and really connect with the world. It's an opportunity for everyone, and no one's excluded from it. So, Brett, uh, uh, Alan, let's uh, let's let's dive deeper here. This is, by the way, Brandon, you're awesome, dude. Thank you, man. Quickly, Alan, I, I want to say, and I really, we stated this before. You know how you said, "I like your vision. We want to help you get there to the billion." Um, you see, right there, it already shows uh, that by me stating where I want to go, you guys are willing to help me. And not Good only point. that, too is I guarantee you one of your listeners will reach out to me and say, I believe in your vision. I want to help you. And so where I'm going with that is this. No matter who you are, where you're from, state where you're going, and people will believe in you, and they'll want to help you because you need a great team to get to that finish line. As you state where you're going, people will attract to you, and they'll help you. You build a powerhouse team, and you'll get there so much faster. So I just want to state that because, I mean, that's the power of stating where you're going and saying what your dreams are. Great point. Great point. Thanks yeah. for pointing that out because that was important right there. Thank you. And I, and I think that that's important in a lot of different ways. You know, entrepreneurship, you know, by, by definition is a, you know, a single road uh, by an individual focused on, you know, an end objective. But the, the unspoken word and the gold is that you don't get there by yourself. You have to create that team. And along yep. that way, as you said, you know, there there's a road, and that road may or may not be paved. You do the best you can to assimilate with those that have uh, been where you uh, want to 
been you know where you want to be and have uh, have the uh, the roadmap so to speak. But along that journey, there's always obstacles and challenges and things that you have to overcome. And that should be part of the DNA of an entrepreneur is, you know, I shall overcome. And uh, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, are, aren't ready for the, the, the bumpy road that's probably inevitably going to happen. But uh, you, you've been down some of those roads. You've, you've come out on the other side, Brandon, and I think that's fantastic, uh, especially with a lot of the results that you have, uh, that you have had. But, you know, g give us a little bit of insight, uh, you know, on overcoming some of those obstacles, you know, especially when the times are really tough. And you said already there were times that you just had to give up an idea because it didn't feel right and you had to listen to your gut. But uh, what do you do in those tough times as an entrepreneur? Well, one just knowing that there are going to be obstacles along the way and knowing that sometimes you cannot change things that are just going to happen. Um, so you got to roll with it. And it's just a part of the journey. I mean, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you know that, you know where your end goal is, then you'll get there. And I mean, <clears throat> here's one thing I've learned. I mean, back when I invented Arctic Stick and I thought that I was going to create a $100 million company that was going to help people, with a product that cooled and flavored drinks. I mean, I had ideas for energy supplements, all this stuff. Well, I stuck with the idea. And the product sells on Amazon now, but that's not my big success. But by following and, and believing in something, people attracted to me because I was so just devoted to it. And when I was devoted to it, uh, other things attracted me, other opportunities. And Sometimes they say like your your journey, it's it's gonna go left and right and all over. Well, I didn't know where my end goal was gonna be. I knew it was gonna be something. It wasn't Arctic Stick, but it led me to crowdfunding. It led me to speaking, and now me knowing at 26 exactly what I want to do is help people. That is where I'm at. So when you stick with something and move forward, things will attract you and opportunities will open. But to be able to get through the tough times, it comes down to mindset again. I mean. You just got to tell your mind that you can do it. That's the biggest thing. And I know that's so cliche, but I mean, just how to communicate. Don't let any kind of negative words or thoughts get into your head, your vocabulary. Watch how you communicate to others. I mean, you're saying, well, maybe I can do something. Don't say maybe. Say I will do something or I can't do something. Don't ever say I can't. Say I'm going to do this. A few changes in the words that you say in the vocabulary that changes your mindset because what you communicate goes to your brain and tells you what you can potentially do. That's why you don't surround yourself with negative people because they'll bring you down. You are the average of the five people you hang around with, but stay positive. If you keep the positive mindset, then you can get through them tough times and the world is yours. Nothing can affect it. And that's why I say that whatever the mind conceives and believes, the mind achieves. So whatever you tell yourself that you can do, and whatever you convince yourself to believe is what you're going to achieve. So anybody out there, just listen to your mind. It's Your mind is the biggest thing. The positive thoughts that you have and the things that you stay is how you're going to get through the tough times and get to your end goal. I love that, the fact that you have to have a, you know, it's not, uh, you know, a village doesn't necessarily have to raise a child, though I do believe in that philosophy. You have to have a, a you know, a circle of people around you. And, and thank you for, you know, for sharing that. But I, I want to interject one thing you and I were talking about, uh, Brandon, before the, the show started. And we were talking about, 
the uh, one of the biggest obstacles that uh, entrepreneurs have is they put themselves in an environment where I will try it. Huh. Tell us your opinion on I the I will try it philosophy of the entrepreneur. Well, I I I was about to go uh, a little crazy on that. I will try and say some vulgar <laughs> things, but I won't. Uh, I will try is already setting yourself up for failure because try means you're gonna fail. I mean. I am going to do this. I will become the top crowdfunding expert. I am going to impact a billion lives by 40. I'm saying what I'm going to do, so I'm telling my mind that I'm going to do it, and it scares me, but then, hey, it makes my mind be like, dude, I have to do it. So just them little things that you've got to change and say, and then also it's like I don't get it when people are like, well, hey, I'm going to do the entrepreneur thing, and if things don't work out, I'll go back to the nine to five and live that life or I'll go back to this cushy living, comfortable living. It's like, what? You're not a real entrepreneur. I mean, I, I was telling Alan, like, hey, if if I lost everything tomorrow and went completely broke, I would sell paper airplanes on the street before I work for anybody else. I would think my way through it and use my resource that I have to to get to the top again. So just just have that mindset, and you'll be you'll be good. I love Absolutely. that. I, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that um, you know truly makes a difference. And you know, again, I am and I will is such an important aspect. You know, I talk about um, you know being careful, and you mentioned you know who you hang out with, and you know I always talk about you know very careful who you share your dreams with because there's dream stealers out there. You know, people that want to knock you down because, you know, again, uh, they might have known you um, when, when, when you didn't have yeah. or better yet where you want to go in life and, and they just don't believe you. So they help you not believe in yourself and, and knock you down. So very important aspect of, uh, you know, going after uh, folks uh, listening in, going after what you want is, you know, telling the universe what you want and, and, and then just taking every action and, and, and realizing that the people, places, events and circumstances are certainly going to show up to help support what you told um, uh, everyone you're going to do, especially yourself, which is uh, most importantly. Um, Brandon, you, you know, again, this show <laughs> always speeds by so quick, so quick. And we're going to get into some bold uh, insight because we're going to ask you a few rapid questions, just get a sense of, uh, you know, who you are as a person and, uh, you know, what's important to you uh, and what you can share. But, you know, before we get there, and we're not quite there yet, um, who are some of your mentors and how you know, important have they been in your life? Yeah, and you, you said something about dream stealers. And my great mentor, Cactus Shack Behringer, famous entrepreneur inventor, he's actually on the back of Thinking Grow Rich, on the back of the book because he talks about it so much. He, he has a thing where he says dream thieves, the people mm -hmm. that try to take your ideas sure. away and steal your dreams. Well, I say you need haters, you need lovers. Your haters fuel you to have huge success because you want to prove them wrong. You need people that support you, that help you along the way. But a Cactus Jack Behringer is my first uh, mentor. Uh, my junior year of college, I heard him speak at Iowa State University. He led me the book Think and Grow Rich, and he led me the mindset, whatever the mind conceives and believes the mind achieves, and also whatever you think about the most is what you become. And I took that to heart and really lived off of that my whole life since then. And uh, Jack's been a great mentor to me. I mean, he's, he's I believe, 73 years old, and he's 
been through a lot of roller coaster uh, times in entrepreneurship, and I've learned a lot from him. Uh, some other people, I've had uh, Tana Gertz. She's been a great mentor. She actually uh, was the apprentice with Donald Trump. Um, I, uh, another person, Kevin Harrington. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, I just joined a mastermind with Kevin Harrington, Lori Taylor, and Forbes Riley. Kevin Harrington has now been a mentor. I've been working with him. Did a crowdfunding campaign with him for his book, Put a Shark in Your Tank. Um, put on an event with him later this month in Tampa, Florida. Uh, and he's, I mean, Ridgel Shark and Shark Tank. And he's been, I mean, he invented the infomercial. And I just working with him, I learned the things he's gone through. So I surround myself with people that have achieved huge things in life. And I mean, most of them are twice or three times my age. And I learn a lot from them. And it allows me to attract and get to their level. I want to be the dumbest guy in the room. I do not want to be the smartest guy. I want to walk in the room and be the dumbest guy so I can soak everything up like a sponge, learn from them, and get to their level so much faster. Because if you associate yourself with, with billionaires, I mean, you will become a billionaire. So make sure you're associating yourself with people that are very successful and people that, again, have already achieved what you want to achieve. And you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So those are the people that I like to hang out with and have been my mentors. And another one I guess I'll add is uh, now Greg Rollette, a good friend. And him and I have the same vision in life. And I see us becoming great friends in everything we do And because he wants to do the same thing I do. So find people that are on the same journey that you are wanting to achieve and join forces. Because as a team, you can get there much faster. I, I love what you said, Chris. I'm going to jump in here real yeah, quick. Yeah. I love what you said about uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah, the the real entrepreneur is uh, humble and transparent. And I love the fact that you said, "I want to be the dumbest guy in the room." And I understand <laughs> what you mean by that. And I think that every entrepreneur will do the same thing. You want to surround yourself with those that have been where been where uh, you want exactly. to be. Exactly. Have uh, have uh, some of that uh, that wisdom to be able to share. Um, otherwise, you're just you know you're just posturing. So thanks for being transparent and offering that up, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, yeah. I mean that, that's true though. Because some people they want to be like the lead, the top smart guy. Well, no, I mean you look the best example. I, I tell people I'm like Steve Jobs. I mean Steve Jobs didn't invent Apple. Wozniak did. Steve Jobs was the guy that empowered people and made them do things that they thought were impossible and push their limits. And that's what I like to do with my team. If anybody works with me, I'm going to push them because I know what they're capable of and make them better. And if you all as a team get better, you achieve huge things that most people think are impossible, but really aren't impossible. I mean, look at the iPhone, look at our computer system. I mean, I can get on my phone and see somebody across the world and talk face to face. I mean, we're going to hit 50 billion devices by 2020. And people think I'm crazy when I say I'm going to impact a billion lives by 40. I mean, <laughs> the exponential growth, it's never been easier as an entrepreneur to impact people all across the world. And I live in an era where it's like so exciting for me because the world is mine knowing building awareness online through podcasts, TV, going for a reality TV show, doing all this. That all aligns with my life goal. And with our technology, it's never been easier. Hey, awesome. hey, Brandon, could you do us a favor uh, as you're continuing to talk and just be a little bit more excited about what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> Contagious uh, nonetheless, and that energy certainly comes through. And, you know, for our audience, you know, Brandon, you're, you're a real great uh, breath of fresh air for people. And, and I think that, um, you know, that energy just, uh, you know, completely went through the airwaves and, and certainly will ignite 
uh, a lot of people and, and hopefully uh, move them in the direction of what they want. And I agree, all obstacles are, are completely eliminated now to go after the things you really want. It's really, the limitation is in your own mind. And when you can get past that part, uh, everything else will just, um, you know, s seamlessly start to happen in your life. And uh, going into it knowing that you're going to have some obstacles, um, but they're the ones that challenge you the most. You know, someone once told me that I'll never make any money writing a book, and, and why would I bother? Um, <laughs> and yeah. in fact, they told me <laughs> not to bother writing a book because I couldn't. And, um, you know, that really hit me. And, and you said something today, uh, and, and I'm sharing this only because I want everybody else to hear it. You know, haters are the ones that uh, do fuel you and should fuel you. And you should, you know, again, um, not take it uh, literally, but take it um, to a point where it's going to be that one um, thing that you want to go out there and prove uh, differently. And look at us now. I, you know, um, I finished my book. It's launching in about two weeks. I'm having a big launch party up in Toronto. And yeah, very excited. Thank you very much uh, about that. But it's, you know, a lot of the things that I've had to learn over time and uh, a lot of things you're covering off, obviously, from perspective. And let me tell you, you talk about them haters. I mean, I got a D in English in college, and I wrote a book in three days, like because I just <laughs> wanted to do it. Um, I love it. When I was a kid, people made fun of me because I had a speech impediment. Most people wouldn't realize I had a lisp when I was a kid, but I knew that I wanted to be a great salesman when I grew up. So I practiced it in front of a mirror, listened to my own speaking, and perfected it and became the best speaker. I mean, it comes down to your mindset. I mean, if you really want something, you'll get it, or you'll make an excuse why you didn't get it. So. I love that you wrote your book. I love that you prove people wrong. And a book gives you more credibility than you ever could get. And maybe it's not the money you make from the book, but it's the speaking engagements and credibility and the million-dollar deals that you make from the book. So love it. people don't see that. Of course. Of course. Well, again, um, that's why we're putting this show on so that people can see behind the scenes on things that, you know, people like yourself, Brendan, have to go through, but most importantly, what it takes as the mindset and to think bold and actually be bold, and that's, you know, really, uh, again, why we're doing this is to uh, help others out there. Uh, let's get ready for Rapid Bold Insight. Uh, Brandon, are you ready for that? Oh, I was born ready, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, what book do you recommend? Thinking Rich by Napoleon Hill, it changed my life. Whatever the mind conceives and believes the mind achieves, and whatever you think about the most is what you become. If you read that book, you will conquer the world. I love it. I love it. And, and certainly that book affected me when I was 18 years old. Um, it was given to me when I was in a, a, company, a small little company called Amway. Uh, what do you do for fun? <laughs> I love to work. I love to speak. Um, I guess I do on my side time. I like to spend time in the wilderness, and I am a workout junkie. I love to work out and run because that gives me creativity and energy I need to be even better in my work. Love it. Love it. What piece of technology has helped you uh, the most in your business? Apple. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the computer, the, the, the iPhone 6 Plus. I mean, I, I literally, like, I do everything on that phone. It allows me to connect and uh, reach a lot of people. So the, the iPhone is huge in my business. Awesome. What quote has had the most impact on you? Uh, you know, entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't. So you can spend the rest of your life living like most people can't. I have always kind of lived by that. And then also, again, whatever the mind sees and believes, the mind achieves. Love it. Great quotes, and, and certainly, uh, in fact, I have uh, 
both of those quotes in my in my office because my office is filled with things to uh I walk into my mind in my office that's the yeah. way I call it it's my it's my mind room uh what is your next bold move my next bold move i mean i'm i'm uh, going to be speaking i already am across the country i got some big deals lined up um but the bold move i mean is becoming the top influencer of the millennials and I will become the top influencer of the millennials on my time and impact a billion people by the time I'm 40 years old. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. Actually, I can't wait for um, uh, the, the worlds of, of, of Connor Blakely. Yeah. And, we were talking about that. <laughs> and Brandon Adams, um, because I, I certainly believe that uh, that's going to you know dent the universe uh, for sure. Thank you so much, Brandon. You're an amazing uh, individual. Thank you for helping the people they are helping. Thank you for going out there and being bold. Um, and you know we're just uh, we're just fortunate to have uh, a little bit of time f- uh, with you today. So uh, let me ask you a question before we move into uh, the end of our show. Uh, Brandon, will you come back and update us uh, later in the year? I will come back anytime you want me, man. I've had a lot of fun on the show, and the fact that it's Think Bold, because I think everybody should think bold. Um, Yes, I will share everything (laughs) along the way, and when I'm 40, you guys will still have the show, I hope. I'll come back, and I will state that I overshot my goal of a billion by far. I love it, and I love it, and, and you know, a show went through me, so, uh, of course, we have every intention to keep this show going as long as, uh, <laughs> as, long as I can, and uh, we really appreciate that, uh, but don't get, too for- don't, don't get to 42 soon, okay? No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, uh, Alan, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's take it to the, um, you know, unfortunately, to the end of this show. I know. I hate to, I, I love, this is a bittersweet part of the show. I love it, but I hate it. It really is a love-hate relationship. I love the answer, but I hate uh, or the answers that uh, our guests give. But I hate having to ask the question. But I'm but I'm humbled and, and uh, appreciative to do it. Brandon T. Adams. We're at that part of the show now where we like to ask our guests to leave a bold move, some wisdom that you can impart on the audience that they could actually use today to make their business or their life just a little bit better. With that said, what wisdom, what bold move would you like to leave our audience with today? Well, the first thing is, first, take a look at what you're doing in your business, in your life, and ask yourself, are you 150% happy with what you're doing, and is it your purpose in life? Are you doing it because you love it or are you doing it for the money? Make sure you're doing it because you love it because life is way too short not to. And then once you know exactly what you love to do in life, your purpose, focus on it the rest of your life and become the best. Master your craft. I don't care if you're an artist, you're a musician, you're a crowdfunding expert, you're a speaker. Become the best at it. And really think bigger. Instead of thinking, oh, I want to impact a million people or 100 million why not think a billion? Because it's just as easy to think big than it is to think smaller. So set your goals higher and shoot for the stars. You're going to land on the moon. And again, whatever the mind conceives and believes the mind achieves, your mind controls your future. Start with your mind. Like I said, your communication and where you say you're going. Because by me already stating where I'm going, people attract me and help me get there. I love it. Memorialize the journey, where you've been and where you're going, and you will attract that which is necessary 
to bring it to fruition. Very well said, Brandon. Very well said. Absolutely. Your mind controls your future. Brandon, you're, uh, you're, you're again, um, love, love having you on the show, and uh, you provided some really great information. And uh, remember, folks, go check out Brandon at brandontadams.com. You'll be impressed with what you see there. There's lots to get involved. Uh, check out uh, where he's going to be speaking, and I know he's got uh, stuff all over the uh, all over the country. Uh, we look forward to having uh, you know Brandon you back on the show uh, later this year and get an update, and um, we certainly will stay in touch. Anybody out there uh, looking for some information, info at thinkbold.com. Uh, Alan and I are always uh, you know willing to go out there and seek the information you need and bring guests like Brandon on the show so that they can share some insight in a very short period of time, of course. But, Alan, it's that time, my friend, and thank you uh, so much, uh, Brandon, for having a great show with us. And uh, we, thank uh, you. We're, we're rooting for you, and uh, obviously um, we're glad to be connected, and uh, we look forward to many more uh, opportunities to, uh, to, to, to connect. So I've I seen us helping each other in many ways. Thank you so much. Alan's always a pleasure, my friend. Likewise, Chris. I sure love doing this podcast with you. We get the benefit of uh, you know, allowing some these, you know, amazing young and older voices uh, you know, to really be able to add value. And today obviously is another one of those great days. Brandon, thanks so much for uh your transparency and your honesty and your enthusiasm with what you're doing. You are in fact inspiring a lot of people. Uh, just by being around you and the wisdom that you are imparting is indeed uh, valuable, not only to the audience, but to us as well. So we're humbled and we thank you so much for being on the show. Chris, as usual, I love you, buddy. Uh, we're having a great time and go ahead and take us home. Right back at you, my friend. And uh, listen, folks, we love you, the audience, and uh, Be Bold Nation. Wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.